And we are recording. And my ear is itchy. Doesn't that mean you're going to win money? No. No, is it? Oh no, is that itchy palm you're going to win money? So what's an itchy ear? If you've got an itchy palm, I think that means you're about to spend money on a hooker. It's a of the pandemic <laughs> episode 66 dun, dun, dun. from the bunker i know actually i was gonna say this year because i know that like it's around the new year people get a lot of that oh my god new me new year new me <laughs> hashtag no regrets yeah you know all that bullshit you know starts happening I have, have you found that that still continues in the new year or as the pandemic has gone on, do you think people have just got less and less inclined for that? I see no optimism in anyone <laughs> I speak to anymore. <laughs> we are all death row inmates at this point. Well, because I, I still know um, a, a couple of people who are trying to do some like New Year's bullshit. Yeah. Um, you know, they're like, we're going we're gonna to write our wish for the year on a piece of paper and then you and then you burn it and i'm like oh what to symbolize your hopes and dreams you know dying in front of you no because it's part of the wish and then because this is this is what she does every new year okay you write your wish on a bit of paper and then you hold that wish and then you burn it okay and then whatever's left you've got to bonk plonk into a glass of champagne right and then neck it um, at midnight. Okay. And all I could think is like, so you can take in the carbon and get the cancer? <laughs> like, uh, I'm not 100%, you know, convinced. Well, it's better than that vodka that's full of gold leaf that people are drinking. Oh, I thought you said it's better than that vodka that's got the bison piss in it. But What? There's bison piss from? Uh, we've talked about the bison oh, yeah. piss before. Oh, yeah. You can get camel milk vodka now too. Yuck. What? Yeah, because of, because of Lou is really obsessed with camels. Yeah. Uh, for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Um, my entire Facebook algorithm is weird camel products. And there's a company in Australia that's making fucking camel milk gin. So, Yuck. Uh, okay, so when you're talking about camel milk, are we talking about... Or are we talking about... Like no, squeezing the titties. Definitely the secretion of the female of the species. Okay. No one's given a fucking wrist rocket to a fucking camel and what? then drinking it. Lady camels have excretions as well. Well, they do. But, but we're talking kitty. You've got titty. to read it some very specific soft porn <laughs> to get those ones. <laughs> Few episodes seen a warrior princess. Oh, yes. So what, you you milk, okay, you milk the cow. So we're talking milk. Yeah, we're talking camel's goat, milk. Camel's milk. Lactation. put yes. in with gin. I don't know what they do. I don't know whether they use it as like an adjunct in the filtering process or mm. what, the, or whether they just use the cheese proteins. I don't know what the fuck they do. Because gin is basically vodka that you've let some herbs go near. Yeah, do you know, it just seems like a whole lot of unnecessary. Yeah, it is. Like, can you just leave just gin as gin? <laughs> I mean, gin is shit, but... You take that back. It's not going to be improved by camel's milk. Because that's tasty ass shit. Don't make me come over there. You can tell you grew up where they made Mad Max. Uh, 
<laughs> and you know what? I tell you, this fucking the way the planet is going, people from Broken Hill will be the only ones who are left alive. <laughs> ah! We are going to run this shit finally. But you know what the thing is? Everyone keeps talking about, oh, new year, new me. Yeah. It should be new year, new me, new flavor because you know what 2022 is, don't you? No, I don't. This is the year that Soylent Green is set. Oh. The, there you go. The Charlton Heston uh, classic, in case uh, anyone out there hasn't seen it, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Soylent Green is people! This is this really is the year for it. It really is. As long as they're making it out of rich people. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people dying. Uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of people going hungry because jobs and factories are shutting down. I don't want any. I don't want any fucking tired Amazon employee. I want Jeff Bezos. <laughs> you're the Jeff Bezos, please. Yeah. No, you know what the problem is? You you're like, oh, look at this Jeff Jace, Jeff Bezos biscuit. But then somebody puts down a DiCaprio biscuit, oh. and you flick that Bezos biscuit aside yeah. in a heartbeat. Straight off your plate. Speaking of DiCaprio, mm. have you seen Don't Look Up? No. Netflix? No. Okay. So without too many spoilers, yes. uh, he plays a astronomer who gets latched onto by the public mm-hmm. who think he's quite sexy. Mm-hmm. He could not be more unattractive in this role. He's like got a dad bod and a really bad beard. Dad bods are hot right now. Dad ah. bods are hot. Everybody loves a dad bod. Yeah, and there's a pandemic, so I can't get out and flaunt mine. <laughs> Although I'm more of a granddad bod. You need to like you need to work that TikTok, man. Oh fuck. I would rather eat my own feet than go on TikTok. <laughs> Spoken like an old old man. But yeah, it's like the idea of content. Mm. I mean this is content, but at least we well, we do some preparation. Not, not before we record and I don't even <laughs> do know. We, do we do do, do we do content preparation? I don't know. Can, can, all I've heard about this, uh, the new Leonardo DiCaprio movie, yeah. and I've heard, you know, it's like a, it's a meteorite is coming for Earth. It's going to wipe us out. Yeah. Oh, thank God. It gives us something to fill season three with. Yeah. Um, but I love it. All these <laughs> the main comment that I'm hearing on Facebook is people are like, the thing that I find most inappropriate about this movie is Leonardo DiCaprio having an age appropriated <laughs> partner. <laughs> yeah. It's very odd. <laughs> what a man in his 40s having a partner who's in their 40s unheard of. <laughs> Especially for DiCaprio. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was a big stretch when he had Margot Robbie in um, Wolf of Wall Street. Why? Who you, who you think? What? You think... She was too old for him? No, she was too hot for him. Oh, it's Leonardo, though. I know it's Leonardo, but, you know, he had his peak. Like, Romeo and Juliet, Titanic. Man, he was, he was some fucking legend. No, oh. Leo's still hot shit. Okay. He's still hot shit. Like, who do, you think, who do you think's hot enough for Margot Robbie? Well, I think once you cross that 40s Rubicon, you've got to be like a Clooney or, a, you know, someone like that. Oh, yeah, see, you're not in touch with the kids. Well, I'm, I'm also not... A, I'm also not bisexual or gay so i really don't know yeah but you don't need to be bisexual or gay to appreciate how no, you handsome don't. you know dicaprio and clooney are exactly. that's why i'm saying it should have been someone like clooney like you know what's his name um your fella the fucking water guy with the beard <laughs> what's his fucking name aquaman aquaman <laughs> jason momoa yeah he's the same age as dicaprio <laughs> isn't he he I'm looks sure. like he could have caught that brazilian cliff fallen down Oh, yes, for anyone who hasn't known, part of a Brazilian cliff fell down and fell on some people. Whoops. Yeah. 
But we we talked about this. They did the if we've learnt nothing from horror movies, you don't run straight. You run to the sides. Yep. You know, we're always here for people's benefit. We told you last week, make sure you come up for air when giving a blowjob in the ocean or let your partner come up for air when they're giving you a blowjob in the ocean and when you're fleeing from a Brazilian cliff, go to the side. We'll find a way to blame it on UFOs, being Brazil. Oh, yeah. I'm just surprised somebody with an amazing butt wasn't there to just catch it all. (laughs) Just samba it all. Yeah. Good times, good times. Yeah. Oh, do you want to know who didn't have a good time this week? Uh, no, who? The person that we're going to talk about this week. Oh, do tell. Jerry Irwin. Jerry Irwin? Jerry Irwin. I know, he kind of sounds like Steve Irwin's missing brother. Or, yeah, like a Spice Girl. The fifth Spice Girl. <laughs> <laughs> the one no one talks about. Which spice is this one? Is this cannibal spice? <laughs> Which would just be paprika. Don't buy shelf spices. Yeah. Uh, oh, sassy. Says the guy who sells spices. Yeah. <laughs> it's the spice. Oh, Lord. Oh, you know what? What? Because, I mean, you do chili sauces and you do, like, spices. How come you haven't just come out with a spice that's... Called melange. No, I was just going to say, like, the like run on the, the June books. Yeah, melange. That's the name of the spice in June. Oh, see, I, I always just call it the spice. The spice. The spice. spice. With like a giant worm on it. <laughs> a spice with a worm in it. That's what you need to... So I'm going into the mezcal business, <laughs> you're telling me. There'd be a fucking big bottle of mezcal. <laughs> I'm not wearing it. You know what? The only problem I have with um, June is Jason Momoa's character's name. Oh, what's well, he's... Um, fuck, I actually haven't seen it yet. It's like... Oh, God. He's like... It's like Johnny Idaho or something. <laughs> yeah, he's the porn star from Dune. Oh, Lord. It's just when your like, name generator computer is having a bad day. <laughs> there would have to be parody porn in the Dune universe, wouldn't there? Oh, surely. It's about sinking a giant worm. Yeah. Surely. Oh, don't do it too rhythmically. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh that's it. Okay, Catch I'm gonna- that in your still suit. Oh. As soon as this is over, I'm going to Google if June porn exists. You know it exists. Of course it fucking does. There's Nightmare Before Christmas porn. There's Hocus Pocus porn. Someone has probably done it from the Harkonnen perspective, though, which is going to suck because there's going to be an old fat dude covered in boils. Oh. Blech. Oh, yeah. Don't fetish shame, mate. Fat guys with boils need love, too, as Harvey Weinstein testified. (laughs) So Jerry Irving. Ah, Irwin. 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 Um, in this week's episode, we look at one of the most mysterious disappearances, reappearances, disappearances, reappearances, disappearance, and possible reappearances. Is he in the band Kiss? Since Jesus took three days off around Easter. <laughs> Fucking communist. <laughs> Walks off the job. Yeah, disgraceful. Uh, in this week's episode of... On a dark desert highway, cool wind in my hair, or dress code jacket. Okay. Or now you see me, now you don't. This is very confusing puns. They'll make, you know what the problem is? I wrote the story, then did the puns. Ah, right. Once you like go back, listen to the story, then go back and you'll be like, ha ha. Because you're the one, you're literally trying to make the Eagles 
bad and it can't be done. I'm not making the measles bad. I mean, the, 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 they're just summing up the whole, this whole situation. That was my one problem with the big Lebowski. Eagles are a good band. Fuck okay. you, fuck you, Lebowski. <laughs> now, Benjamin Jerry Irwin, or Jerry, as he was known by many, was a private first class in the American Army. Okay. First of all, if you've got to choose between Benjamin or Jerry, who picks Jerry? What era are we talking? Um, like the 50s. Yeah, I'm going Jerry every time. That's a, such a fucking 50s name. Oh, you're a Jerry. Jerry's the kind of guy who comes out and fills up your gas tank and checks the tire pressure and cleans your windshield and then wishes you a, a pleasant day, ma'am. That's a fucking Jerry. <laughs> yeah, but nobody gets wet thinking about that. Oh, 1950s women did. <laughs> because Jerry made sure of it. That's what they used to do at service stations. They used to make sure that the wife was wet. <laughs> your car and your lady was serviced. Exactly. Because hubby wasn't coming home and doing anything, because if we know anything about Captain America, it's that he didn't eat pussy. Oh, he so ate pussy! He didn't. Would ask your grandma. Um, Let's get the Ouija board and ask her. <laughs> Hi, Grandma. Did Captain America even eat your pussy? <laughs> and it's just going to be like, oh. In the final step. Oh. 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 Oh, my God. It's just getting faster and faster. Oh, oh, oh. In the final stages of her dementia, that would have been the kind of question she would have answered. <laughs> oh, can't take you anywhere. Um, unlike Jerry, who just spent the last four months on leave in Nampa, Idaho. Oh, yeah. uh, population at the time, about 18,000 people. Mm-hmm. On the evening of February the 28th, 1959, Jerry was making his way back to Fort Bliss in El Paso, Texas. Oh, Fort, Fort Bliss in Texas. That's a euphemism. <laughs> if ever you've heard one. Yeah, what time's Fort Bliss open till? <laughs> Never closes, darling. Never closes. <laughs> oh, it gets better. Jerry worked as the Nike missile technician. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. The Nike missiles, named after the Greek goddess of victory, were a line of sight anti aircraft missile. They were an important part of the American Cold War defense system and were created to be able to shoot down enemy aircraft and bombs from the sky. But it was the Cold War, so that meant there was only one enemy. Yeah. Russians. Commies. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun. But also, how good is it when you're talking about, you know, making your way to Fort Bliss in El Paso, Texas? You want to deliver your rockets? <laughs> I love how they, they're at least brand aware. Yeah. <laughs> These are my Jordan missiles. <laughs> you got shitty Reebok missiles. Oh my god! You know what the best bit is? If you, oh my god, no! You know what? Uber Eats should should sponsor the missiles because then when it like blows the enemy out of the sky, you could just be like, Uber Eats, we deliver. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! No, it wouldn't work because they'd be using scab labor. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh no, they've stopped to make a delivery on the way. <laughs> Fuck! There goes you'd watch, Florida. You watch your missile suddenly divert. <laughs> Fuck! God damn it! God damn you, Raul! My crunchy Korean chicken is now going to be moist! <laughs> no! Oh, I hate that when that happens. The Americans would have bankrupted themselves with search pricing. Oh, I tell yeah. Mm. Oh, Lord. Whereas the good old Russians would still be there on menu log. <laughs> with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> oh, Lord. As the evening moved... You know what? On a side note, you know what? It's bullshit because I am fucking old enough to remember, okay... That my pizza shop 
Yeah. Okay, if you lived near them, you would ring up and order a pizza and they would just fucking deliver it to you free. Yeah. At the same price as if you had walked in the fucking store. Okay. Now I've got to pay $6 plus like a a service fee for someone to come around and like, it's bullshit. For a much less reliable service. Yeah, like what? Hell, Wait, when did we when did we give up the free service? Welcome to Can Do Capitalism. Oh, fuck you, capitalism. Oh, believe me, the number of times I've tried to overthrow the government with speeches about how we need to renationalise pizza delivery. Oh, and no one fucking listens. Oh my god. Well, they should. You know what? Get them on a Sunday after a big night mm. out. Yeah, that's what Hitler did. Got them at the pub. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's what you got to do. <laughs> Uh, Now, as the evening moved on, Jerry pushed through the southern part of Utah, past Cedar City. He was driving along a deserted, dark desert highway. Okay. Cool wind in his hair. The area populated only by stars and scrubland. And gophers. When seemingly from nowhere, a bright white light lit up the surrounding area as if it were day and it moved across the skyline. Jerry slammed on the brakes and got out of his car and watched the light as it moved, disappearing behind a ridge. Jerry thought that he must have just witnessed some aircraft surely crashing to the ground. It had been so low. But this was long before cell uh, cell phones and he was currently between the middle of Shit Creek and nowhere. So, what do you do? Like a good patriotic American, you investigate. Jerry made that fateful decision. Yes. Jerry took some paper and a pencil from his console and wrote on the paper, quote, Have gone to investigate possible plane crash. Please call law enforcement officers. So he left that on his car or something in case someone pulled up. He left the note on his steering wheel. Okay, I'd also think like maybe a little more description like gone that way. <laughs> Not just I've walked off in one of any of 360 degrees. <laughs> Find me. <laughs> oh, Lord. Marco. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, so he left the note on his steering wheel and then went to the trunk and pulled out his shoe polish. What the fuck? And in giant letters, all I can say is thank God he had shoe polish because I hate to think where his resourcefulness would have gone. (laughs) He took out his shoe polish and in giant letters smeared the word STOP across the side of his car. This this sounds pretty sane. (laughs) This totally sounds like if I was driving past and I saw this abandoned by the side of the road with like a what looks like shit smeared car and totally stop and totally pull over. Be like, this looks like shit. Imagine if people did use shit as a breadcrumb trail. Hansel and Gretel would have been a very, very different apocryphal tale. Oh my god. They would have like just walked up at like the candy house and she would have just been like, ew. No, <laughs> I'm not cooking you. No, like. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) So, yeah, so he smeared stop across the side of his car. And then Jerry walked off into the scrubland towards the ridge behind which the craft had disappeared. Okay. Sometime later, another car came along the same stretch of road. 
It was a fish and game inspector for the area. Okay. Seeing the curious poo words smeared across the side of the vehicle, the inspector stopped. Looking in the vehicle, he found the note on the steering wheel and they got onto their radio and informed the closest police station, the Cedar City Sheriff's Office. When the police arrived, they and some sequestered locals undertook a search of the area in the hopes of locating the missing driver. The search found no trace of any crashed aircraft. No aircraft from this day would ever be recorded as missing from that night. But they did find Jerry. Okay. He seemed physically uninjured, but was nevertheless unconscious, sprawled on the desert floor. Someone licked a toe. <laughs> Isn't that he was the last person left at a bush rave? <laughs> yeah. It's just all these like a thousand empty cans and this guy just twitching. He's just got flowers painted on himself in boot polish. <laughs> oh, try as the search party might, they found it impossible to wake Jerry. He was rushed to the nearest hospital where they checked for physical injury but seemed to find none. Jerry slept through the night and did not stir, although although nurses reported that Jerry now and then talked and mumbled in his sleep. The words they could discern were (coughs) jacket on bush. The next morning, Jerry woke from his slumber. The first thing he wanted to know is if there had been any survivors from the plane crash. Okay. To which he was informed there was no plane crash. Okay. Jerry also then asked for his sports jacket, to which they told him that he had no sports jacket on um, when he came in. Now... From what I can gather from the different reports, originally when Jerry had set off, he had been wearing, they were describing it as sports jacket. I think they, what we would call a hoodie today. No, no. A sports jacket is like um, like a like a sort of casual suit jacket. No, 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 no. Um, I don't, no, not from the, no. It okay. wasn't like a suit jacket. It was um, like, you know, your, your team, you know, when you're playing to keep warm. Oh, you mean like a like a college thing with like the white sleeves and the... Like- no, not a letterman. Like the thinner material. Like, you know, the zipper up. Like a zipper up hoodie. Right. It's you the know. 50s. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Go on. Yeah. Because he had that on, but then he got colder. So then he put his military jacket over it. Right. Um, Because you couldn't fit a military jacket over a letterman, I don't think. Who knows? The American military is very resourceful. (laughs) If you're going to write stop and shit on your car, I dare say you can get two pieces of clothing on, like you're getting onto a plane and you've got too much carry on. Because I was saying, because he had the two jackets on and he had like the two jacket, like, like, zipped up so that's why i figured it had to be one of those thinner you know sport jackets details aside well no because it's important it's important because so obviously he had his sport jacket thing on and then he had his army jacket on have we googled this what a 1950s sport jacket looks like (laughs) 
No. This makes interesting podcasting. No, which is because because he had the two zip up jackets on. Yeah. Okay. When he went into the bush. Okay. Yeah. But when they found him, he only had his military jacket on. Right. So somebody or something or himself and not remembering it had taken off one and then redressed himself. But all he wanted to know was he was asking where his sports jacket was, which was the one that he took off. Fair call. And, you know, so yeah. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Why are you overcomplicating it? <laughs> oh, Lord, kids today. Oh, now I lost my spot. That's no. I know. <laughs> um. So, yes, he just wanted to know where his jacket was. When pushed with more questions, Jerry claimed that he could not remember a thing after leaving his car. So, he had no explanation as to what had happened to him. They kept Jerry in the hospital under observation for a few days in which he seemed fine. The hospital concluded that he had suffered. Oh, my God, the fucking 50s medicine. Uh Oh, my God, you just passed out. You can't remember anything that happened. The hospital concluded that he'd simply suffered some sort of hysteria. <laughs> you suffered a Nazi attack. Yeah. Oh. Coward. <laughs> so he'd had some sort of hysteria, but it had seemingly passed. There you go. So Jerry was released from the hospital and returned to the army base. There he was admitted to the Army Medical Centre where they undertook their own tests. Oh, this will be good. <laughs> Testing for their own case of hysteria. <laughs> oh, so he was kept there, but then he was again released for duty um, as the Army Hospital could find no physical symptoms there you go. for what had caused the blackout. So he was released. Off you go, potentially shoot things with a rocket. Yeah. Woo! This possibly couldn't go wrong. <laughs> But within minutes of walking out of the hospital, Jerry passed out again. Oh, wow. But quickly recovered. A few days after his release from the hospital, Jerry was on duty at the base where he again fainted and fell to the ground. Luckily this time, Jerry regained consciousness and quickly returned to work. He's got low blood sugar. What's going on? <laughs> no, he'd like somebody give this man a candy. <laughs> <laughs> You're suffering from a lack of moral fibres, huh? <laughs> this would happen about seven times over the next few days. Wow, okay. I love the fact that, like, ah, keep him on the missile. Surely this will be good for him. Luckily this happened in the 1950s when America still had an accessible healthcare system. <laughs> Otherwise this whole story would be about him being bankrupted by aliens. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> You're charging me a fainting fee? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, the irony. <laughs> Splat. You're charging me a floor splatting fee? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Lord. Modern healthcare. Yeah. Actually worse than the 50s. Yeah, absolutely worse oh than my the 50s. God. Oh, <laughs> then uh, so Jerry, you know, kept working, kept fainting, kept going back to work. Then Jerry was casually walking down a street in El Paso where he again fell unconscious to the ground. Jesus Christ. Except this time he did not wake up instantly, but again fell into the same deep sleep as the first night of the encounter and could not be woken. These space roofies don't fuck about. I tell you. Whoa. <laughs> I don't, had he visited Bill Cosby? <laughs> 
Jerry was sent back to the hospital where he would again be put through a barrage of medical and psychological exams. When Jerry awoke from this second severe episode, it was as if the last few days had not happened. Jerry woke up and all he could ask was if there were any survivors from the plane crash. Jerry thought it was still February the 28th. It's like dealing with a heroin addict. He had completely forgotten the last 14 days. Jerry did not even recognise any of the medical staff that had been seeing um, and watching over him over the last few weeks. Seems like he's running on the same firmware as my Nokia phone. <laughs> just every couple of days, just boom. Reboots. <laughs> just Wakes like, up. Oh, what did I miss? Yeah, what? Who are you? <laughs> what is this number? <laughs> a critical photograph, you fuck. That's what you missed. <laughs> How dare I try and take a photograph while I'm using another app? It's your own fault. It is. I can't be trusted with real phones. Oh, my God. <laughs> your phone just got an attack of the hysteria. <laughs> 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 Oh, Jerry would be kept in hospital, this time under psychiatric observation yeah. for the next month. Because, you know, clearly like, well, we've ruled out it's sand in your vagina, Nancy. <laughs> it must all be in your mind. Give him a barium enema, see if we can flush the cowardice out. <laughs> That's what he needs, more uranium. <laughs> That'll perk him up. Oh, Very interestingly, though, American psychology really took a huge leap in the Second World War. Oh, really? Yeah, like it's really interesting. Like the end of the First World War, it was basically mm. throw buckets of water at these cowards until they go back to work in a mine. Yeah. And Second World War, they're like, oh, let's actually figure out some treatments. And there's some really interesting black and white films about it. Oh, there, there you go. go. But was was the with the treatment just like poke them with sticks? No, it was therapy. Uh, 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 it was uh. group therapy. Oh, what, they were hit in, in groups in, with sticks? <laughs> That's modern America. <laughs> yeah. I, these days you can't even afford to be hit by a stick. No, they, in had, a... they had them in proper hospitals. They were there for months. They were like going out and like art and craft and playing baseball and oh. all that kind of stuff. Like actual rehabilitation. Uh, I, I, I Not like today where like you lose your genitals in the fucking, <laughs> from an IED attack and this yeah. is like, go work in Walmart, cunt. You're yeah. fucked. Oh my god! Yeah, actually, I think I have seen those movies. But wasn't it just like you wore your pajamas for six months while you painted pictures of tulips? Isn't that what we do? Should judge my <laughs> lifestyle, fucker. The only difference is we got a podcast. <laughs> exactly. Oh no, there's a spicy flu outside. I'm not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> so he's under psychiatric observation. So we're just obviously in his pajamas painting portraits. Um. And he was kept there for the next month. Um, oh my god! Just, you just reminded me of my favorite scene. One of my favorite scenes in um, Flying High, where they're in the, or is it Flying High Two, where it's in the mental asylum, and there's a guy just like, oh my god, oh my god, and they're all trying to restrain him. He's like, I can't believe this two thousand dollars a day. <laughs> the nurses are ugly. Two hundred dollars for an aspirin. <laughs> anyway, that's very good. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so he was there for a month. Yeah. As his memory of the last two weeks started coming back to him. Oh, wow. Okay. So after the month, Jerry was given a clean bill of health and was released a month after being into the hospital. But it seems everything was not okay with Jerry. Jerry kept having thoughts that were urging him to return to the site of the crash. One day, Jerry 
did just that. Okay, face your fears. <laughs> As if in a daze, Jerry simply walked off the base during a shift and disappeared. More power to him. Jerry had, in fact, caught a bus to Cedar City and from there somehow made his way back to the original site that he was found unconscious. What Jerry found was his jacket. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Completely <laughs> intact and untouched and on top of a bush. I tell you, having been someone who's lost their favourite jacket and then found someone at the pub wearing their jacket and said, that's my jacket, and they gave it back to me, I, I know how happy he would have been. <laughs> I know. It was, like, it was like, I was possibly abducted by um, aliens. Where's my jacket? <laughs> Fuck that. If you got a good my jacket. jacket. <laughs> it's so hard to find a good jacket. Uh-huh. I'm with him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, okay. I'm fucking, yeah, I'd, I'd potentially walk into the gates of hell to get my good jacket back. I'm a, I'm That's a strange, literally because you own one jacket. Because I'm a strange cut. It's hard to find a jacket that fits. Oh, my God. And you were recently complaining about the size of your wardrobe has now grown. Yeah. Like, has literally doubled overnight because your girlfriend has bought you two T-shirts. Yeah. And now you have four. Yeah. <sighs> Such a man. Yeah, exactly. There's no fucking fast fashion crisis in my house. <laughs> Bangladeshi kids working their tiny fingers to the bone. To exactly. You should appreciate their hard work. <laughs> Lift them out of poverty by buying more. Give them, they need that six cents more than you do, fucker. consume these children out of poverty. Let's do it. Uh, okay, so he's found his jacket. He's found his jacket, okay. In <laughs> some very reluctant guy going, are you sure it's yours? Hands it back. <laughs> now, in one of the buttonholes was a pencil. Okay. With a piece of paper wrapped around it. Okie doke. There was a note written on the piece of paper. Okay. What do you think the note said? Oh, nothing good. <laughs> <laughs> if found, return to the Glaxorg system. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Shy Halud or whatever the fucking Summerton man's jacket said. <laughs> oh, my God. But... Jerry, oh my God, as he puts on the jacket and then starts reading the note, it begins with, whatever you do, don't put this jacket on. Oh, <laughs> fuck. fuck. <laughs> it's full of tarantulas now. Ah! But Jerry said he didn't read the note. Instead, he was filled with an overwhelming desire to just burn the note before he could read it. Wow. Talk about your subconscious knows exactly what's on that note yeah. and somebody is refusing to admit that they got probed. Or it might have just said, this jacket looks really bad on you. Yeah. I don't take criticism. Burn. Yeah. <laughs> your mother was right. This jacket is one size too small. <laughs> but it's the fashion of the time. Do you know how long I spent the early 2000s trying mm. to fit into fucking stovepipe jeans? Oh. I'm built like a lumberjack and I tried so hard to fucking fit into those things. I once had someone come up to me at a music festival and ask me if I, my legs were real. <laughs> what? It wasn't a music festival, it was the Adelaide Fringe Festival. <coughs> what? They came up to me and said, are your legs real? Because I have caveman legs. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to touch my legs to see if they were real. Oh, I, I know what gear someone was on at oh, the yeah. festival. <laughs> Ketamine. <laughs> Gonna lick a stranger. Did, did you let them touch yeah, your Yeah, of course legs? I did. 
you fucking pervert, <laughs> fucking calm down. Oh, my God. No, the, the correct thing would have been, excuse me, ma'am, I think you need, like, the medicine tent. Like, let me just take you to the oh, first aid tent. It was a fella. You, sir, need the first aid tent. <laughs> I can't help it over the legs of a minotaur. Oh, my God. Well, some strange man just curls around your legs like a koala and slowly licks them. <laughs> Nah, he's fine, mate. He's fine. Leave him be. <sighs> You're a weird guy, John. You're yeah, a weird guy. I know, I know. So Jerry didn't read the note. Jerry set the piece of paper on fire and burnt it to nothing. Right Maybe on. he was going to put it in his champagne glass and make a wish to midnight. <laughs> Gee, I wish I didn't get anally probed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, talk about not wanting to face your fears. Yeah. Who who travels that far for your fucking jacket and an explanation and then have the explanation literally written out in a report, concise factual report with documented doc points of everything that's happened? And you're like, no, fuck it. It was the fake phone number of an alien lady. (laughs) Not even, I'll put it away. Maybe I'll change my mind later. No, burn it to the fucking ground. He found a payphone later that night, dialed at Glaxorg's Pizza Restaurant. (laughs) No. Said she loved me. <laughs> no, how much do you charge to deliver? Six dollars. Fuck you, Uber Space Eats. <laughs> she let me litter her leg at a festival. <laughs> oh no. So after the note burned, Jerry said he seemed to snap out of the daze, and he realised he was in the middle of the fucking nowhere, and he had gone AWOL. Oh dear. Can you imagine that? Just like I'm in the hallway at my shitty job. And then you just wake up. How the fuck am I in the desert? I've been a blackout drunk. I know exactly how that happens. <laughs> Jerry made his way back to Cedar City and turned himself into Sheriff Otto Fife. This was the same sheriff that had found Jerry in the scrub and had interviewed him the next day. But Jerry swore he had never met the sheriff before. Okay. On a side note, how shit was the search team? They, they like, you, how do you not find the fucking jacket? It's just sitting there on a fucking bush, mate. <laughs> There's three bushes in the entire. How did you not see it? <laughs> anyway, that's why crimes never got solved. Oh my god. Jerry was flown back to his base where he underwent intensive questioning about the incident. But Jerry claimed to have whole blank gaps in his memory and was unable to remember whole chapters of time and couldn't remember anything between leaving the base and burning the piece of paper. He still couldn't explain what was the motivation behind returning to the spot, just that he was so compelled to do so. Like seriously, how do you how do you go back to that same spot and find the bush that has your jacket on it? I don't know. That's weird. Jerry, I mean, fucking men. Oh <laughs> my god, can't find your fucking house keys. All right, that oh. are on the dish where they're supposed to be, where they're always right by the fucking door. You can't see them. Are we gonna are we gonna crack this can open? The boy look. Yeah. You had a boy look. Yeah. A.K.A. the fucking obvious places. Yeah. Didn't you try the fifth drawer down under the things where I've alphabetized the forks? No, I fucking didn't. Because that's the logic. 
logical place where they would be. Obviously, they wouldn't go with the forks. Oh, whatever. Yeah. That's why I buy this dish. This is why I go to Kmart to buy these dishes, to put them by the door so you can find your keys. It's just logical. Look at the key bowl. We have a designated key bowl. I don't know what your key bowl's used for, but I'm guessing it involves people coming back to get their jackets. <laughs> you leave it, it's fucking mine, mate. <laughs> Come back, you're just using it as a personal towel. I, uh, I, uh, I keep it as a trophy of war. <laughs> Some poor defeated soldier licking your leg. <laughs> yeah, you are conquered. <laughs> oh, my favourite sports jacket's now a cum towel. <laughs> Go team. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> so, would you believe at this stage, Jerry now yeah. had his security clearances revoked? Oh, now. Now. <laughs> Not before he fucked off into the wilderness after all his fainting and hysteria. Now. Yeah, now that he remembers shit. And he was reassigned to another section well away from the Nike missiles. <laughs> Which I think we can... But seriously, like, if this guy is having fainting spells, like, these are supposed to be like, fuck, missile, like, shoot it, like, out of the sky. Is that... Do you really want the guy who may or may not be... Just falls asleep on it like a chicken pecking bread. Yeah, just... <laughs> launch. Just for a day, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Lord. So he was reassigned away from the missiles. Thank God. Then a few days after this, things got even weirder. Jesus Christ, this dude's unlucky. When one day, Jerry simply disappeared without a trace. Okay. The alarm was raised after he did not report for duty. His residence was searched and nothing was missing. It was as if he had just disappeared into thin air. Did he take his jacket? That's with no mention of his jacket. I'm just presuming. One month later, and still no sight of Jerry. Not even at the original site. After this, rumours circulated for years. Some suggested he'd been abducted one last time. Others suggested that he was part of some failed government mind control program that had gone wrong. Yeah. Again, oh my God, who knew that na- the Naked Gun part 33 and a third <laughs> final chapter. Oh, imagine if they've hidden all the secrets in those films. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen was our prophet. <laughs> I remember he had the secretary, who, you know, like that, you know, the, the basketballer who was yeah. going to like assassinate the queen and couldn't remember it. Oh my God, who knew? Prophets. You take like all the interviews of Leslie Nielsen where he had a whoopee cushion. He speed those clips up. You can actually hear what he's saying with that whoopee cushion. It is the Jews. Ah. <laughs> no, that's if we speed up Mel Gibson. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, yeah, Jerry just disappeared off the face of the earth. No one ever knew. There was a bunk mate of his who would come out later. Um, oh, hang on. He never came back. But no, no, no. Okay, for yeah, years. Yeah. He just disappeared. Leave some suspense. Oh, sorry. One of his bunk mates um, came out and claims that in an interview, he claimed that Jerry told him when they were alone that uh, when he saw the first initial white light that he thought it was a UFO. Okay. 
but he didn't want to say that to anybody in case they thought it was crazy. But again, that's just something that, you know, yeah. somebody is saying, you know, that yeah. happens. So it wouldn't be allowed on Judge Judy. I don't think we should, you know, hold it with any... She has a pretty low standard for admissible evidence. Yeah, but even she wouldn't accept what a bunkmate said. Not everything passes voir dire. <laughs> Still gets to her. <laughs> this duck can speak. I'll allow it. <laughs> it was the Jews. Who put Mel Gibson's brain in this yeah, duck? Fucking, what the hell? <laughs> oh my god, it's just a duck but with Mel Gibson's face <laughs> and a beak. He'll be in a new film, Duck Hard. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, just mad ducks. D U X. You could do so many. <laughs> duck Heart or Brave Duck. I don't know. Uh, oh my god, Duck Heart. I would so watch <laughs> Duck Heart. All the French turn up for it. We thought this was going to be Pate. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it is another racist Mel Gibson film. Oh my god, no, can you imagine it's just all the ducks rising and ducks and geese. No, it's the ducks rising up against the French. Oh. And then like during like the final battle where they're like, oh, it looks like the ducks are going to be wiped out by the French. Yeah, here come all the geese. <laughs> Like over a hill. Oh my god! They pull out their feeding tubes like the Matrix, <laughs> and, and just start whipping the French in the face with it. Just pate smacking them left to right. Oh my god! It is a vegan wet dream. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I'd watch that film. I know you're not doing a lot these days, Mel. I think this could be your comeback project. It'd be better than Get the Gringo. Oh my god! <sighs> yeah, that was a shit film. That was. You know what am I? <laughs> My favourite bits from Lethal Weapon 2. You know, they go in where they're like, should we leave from the bomb squad? Lethal Webfoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No, I was going to say, where they go in and they set off the car bomb, but they save that cat. I don't... Of course you fucking remember that bit. It's my it's my favourite bit of all the... Obviously, you just thought you'd save a little duck. You know, if we had a Patreon, we could afford to pay ourselves and work harder on this podcast. And we're talking about fucking Mel Gibson films being reimagined with ducks. Oh my God. I would literally spend the next week just like putting a duck's face on the front cover of all of Mel Gibson's movies. (laughs) The passion of the duck. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. I don't even. I'm picturing it in my mind. Don't even. Before the duck quacks three times, you will deny me. How much better would the Chisori of Jesus be? (laughs) If Peter is standing there and he's totally denying Jesus' existence and then... (laughs) (laughs) If Mel Brooks directed the Bible... (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, you are the rock upon which I built my church. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, oh. I'm so excited. <laughs> Let's make this happen. Is it the Vatican or the Vatican? <laughs> <laughs> The Bible would be so good if it was a duck. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. 
faith, hope, and the greatest of these was. <laughs> oh God. Oh. So yeah, let's start a Patreon so we can avoid this kind of stuff and put some prep work into. Oh this my project. God! With the faith. Oh. The faith quack and charity appeal. <laughs> oh, it'd be like one of those things you go back in time and change the story just a little bit, and the quake has become quackers. Ah. Oh. <coughs> oh. oh my god! Oh my god! You know what? I, it suddenly makes sense why, like, fucking bread is mentioned so often in the Bible. <laughs> I will teach you to attract ducks. You will be a fisher of ducks. Oh, my God. A duck does not live on bread alone. <laughs> God damn. <sighs> and then Jesus kind of walked on water. Half of him was submerged. When he got out of the water... When they get that little run up. <laughs> he got out of the water. He was dry. It was amazing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, good times, good times. Imagine watching the guys from Duck Dynasty just have a fucking aneurysm trying to figure out if they're eating their own god. Oh, my God. And I was going to say, that'd be like the ending. It'd just be like the Romans and they would just have like, but they'd just have the spear up like Duck Jesus and just roasted him. (laughs) The spit of Longinus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. I reckon I'd be a Christian again if like communion was duck. Oh, my oh, God. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh. oh, there we go. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's start a Patreon to avoid this. <laughs> All of this nonsense. Oh, my God. Or to begin this nonsense. Actually, yeah, let's begin this nonsense. Oh, my God. Send us checks. You know, oh. we've got lots of bills to pay. Oh. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, I completely forgot what we were talking about. Oh, Lord. Okay. No, here we go. We're talking about Jerry. So, Jerry had disappeared. <laughs> oh, disappeared off the face of the earth. Oh. oh, God. No, talk about ducks for a minute. I have <laughs> I'm not that good at freestyling. Uh, but if you would like to see a Gabbin in the Woods Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, here we go. All right. Years later, uh, if you're just quackers for Gavin in the Woods. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, who quack in heaven. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, this one tangled web we weave. It's very... So Jerry's disappeared. Years later, a writer and ufologist named David Boer released a book called No Return, The Jerry Irwin Story. UFO abduction or covert operation? Dun, 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 dun. Always the commies. In this book, Boer claims to have tracked down Jerry... Okay. And interviewed him for the book or man that CIA had planted pretending to be Jerry Irwin. Yeah. But even then, years later, Jerry still had little memory of anything that happened at all in 1959. Although Jerry claims that when he had walked away from the base that last time, 
He had simply travelled out into the woods to be alone. Fair call. And did just that. He lived alone in the woods for some time before the army managed to track him down and bring him back to face disciplinary action. Right. Because he had it gone AWOL. Yeah. Which ended in Jerry being again reassigned and this time deployed across the world to Germany. The US Army's pretty forgiving for this guy. (laughs) Like... We're going to take you out of Texas and as punishment send you to Germany. I know, it's... A technological marvel (laughs) filled with culture and democracy. Well, at least... The West was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I find it very like, yeah. Because like, yeah, again, at that time, like, yeah, oh, yeah, no, it's not like there's any tensions between like North and South Germany. Let's send him to Germany. What could possibly go wrong from this there's situation? There's definitely not any intelligence issues to be had there. Yeah, no. Pff, no. There's, there's nothing suspicious going on here at all. The Russians just see this guy trying to get his jacket off the fence at no man's land. What the fuck what is he doing? <laughs> they just yell across, he's sleepwalking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wake him! It'll <laughs> harm him! Just let him go! <laughs> oh, well, so it's a nice jacket. <laughs> uh, Jerry said that he, t- he continued to be beset by blackouts. Which is, of course, why the army would redeploy you to another, you know, continent. This sounds yeah. great. We need to get this man away from alcohol. Send yeah. him to Germany. Yeah, woo! So he was beset by blackouts for which no reason was ever found. He also expressed some issues due to behavioural issues, but he could not explain. He also could not elaborate, elaborate further, mm. where, again, he would just disappear on duty. Yeah. Pretty good excuse, if you ask me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Jerry says that this did not stop him, however, from working on a top-secret assignment in Austria. The fuck? The details of which were deliberately vague. All I can oh, wow. think... Nah, you know what? I, I reckon, okay, this was like this This guy was like Steven Seagal on that nighttime, <laughs> like, radio, like, talk show where he was all like, no, I was like totally in the CIA and I was like totally doing secret weapons. But, um, yeah, but if you go and ask the CIA, they'll say that, like, no, I wasn't because it was like, that's how, like, totally top secret I was because that's how lethal an assassin I am. Because, yeah, so they definitely won't say I worked there, which you. You know, wink, wink means I totally worked there. Yeah, because the CIA needed flappy hands. Yeah. That's what they needed. <laughs> Very effeminate running. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. So that's what I think that was. Yeah. Who sends the man who may or may not <laughs> just randomly pass out on a top secret Mission Impossible? Can you imagine Mission Impossible? The Germans would come in and then he would just be on the rope asleep. <laughs> just above the keyboard. <laughs> Fucking Jerry! Oh, Lord. Note to self, don't send the narcoleptic. <laughs> Very different mission. Yeah. Oh, my God. Although, actually, admittedly, if you watch that first mission back, everyone ends up dead except Tom Cruise, so it couldn't go any worse. True. You know? Uh, So, whatever did happen to Jerry Irwin? 
we will most likely never ever know, considering even the man himself has such limited recall of the events. Following the strange light in the sky, the blackouts, missing time, unexplained location travel, all seem like typical UFO abduction stories. But then the lost memory, the unexplained urges to travel, the blackouts, the compulsions, the unusual behaviour, and the military's refusal to simply discharge Jerry on physical or psychological grounds. Yeah. I think you could do either very easily, Mm. but they didn't. They kept him in the army for decades. Was this because Jerry was an unknowing participant in a secret government experimentation? 1959 was the peak period of the CIA performing LSD and other drug experiments on unwitting members of the public and unlisted men. Yes. Which, and I mean, we know this due to unclassified materials and documents from the US government itself being released under Freedom of Information. But nothing about Jerry has ever been released. This is one story we can check out of, but we can never leave with the answer. And I bring it back like that. Woo! Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I'm about to disassociate and go into the desert myself. And it'd just be a no, don't listen to like episode 60, whatever this is. He must have just been so charming and like no. fun to have around. That's pretty charming, fucking Rick. <laughs> Always losing at cards. Now we're going to keep this guy. Yeah, yeah. Just be like, yeah, no, you totally lost, remember? You lost all of your wages to me. Well, if you say better bar. <laughs> you better stay in the army another 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Just to be like, seriously, like, why would the army. Like, how did the army not discharge this guy? It's so fucking weird. Like, they they will literally discharge you on medical or psychological reasons at the drop of a hat. Yeah, these days. You know. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Back then, fuck. And, like, it was, like, after, you know, so this is all, like, after the Second World War. It's not like they had a shortage of men for the army. It was after Korea as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, jeez. (laughs) It's amazing. So, what, there there actually are documents on him that are not being released? Is that what it seems like? Well, no, no, we we haven't. Nothing has been released mentioning his name. But people have suggested maybe there is a file out there um, that Jerry was part of a program or, you know, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? That's it. We may never know because it's, like I said, people, it just just seems it's very weird that the army would not just... Cut this guy dry. Why would you not cut him off? He must have been related to someone or... Oh, but how related do you have to be? Like the illegitimate, like, son of... Like Eisenhower. Eisenhower or something. (laughs) Nobody is that related. And I still don't think anybody is that fucking popular. (laughs) Yeah, true. You know? So it's very very mysterious. If he was working on the Nike missiles, he must have been reasonably intelligent and reasonably qualified as well. Mm Mm-hmm. So they don't they don't give those jobs to dumb fucks, I don't think. Yeah, no. Like maybe it's a case of, oh, he's batshit crazy, but we want to keep an eye on him. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so we'll just have him like watering the plants or something. 
<laughs> Top secret mission, very yeah. important, sending you to Germany. I know, that's weird, isn't it? Uh-huh. Just keep an eye on Elvis. <laughs> Just, you go over there and you keep an eye on that long-haired fucking commie. Make sure he doesn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Falls asleep, wakes up. What happened? He married a 14-year-old. Ah, oh, Jesus. God damn it. No, you know what it is? I reckon it could be like the... Um, it's it's the spies like us theory, okay? You get someone who's very obvious and shit at being a spy and you send them out going, yeah, you're totally the spy while your real spies are over here actually getting shit. <laughs> well, everyone is just looking at the guy who has fallen asleep like as he's got a leg <laughs> over the Berlin Wall. Just <laughs> <laughs> he's just asleep there for like a day, just documents falling out of his briefcase. <laughs> Uh, yeah, very handy, like the bodies they used to use um, before Operation Overlord. You heard about what? That? No. Oh, so part of their part of their um, campaign to confuse the Nazis in the Second World War before the invasion of um, of uh, fucking Normandy mm. was they actually planted false documents on real dead oh. GIs and yep. dropped them off boats so they would wash up. Yep. Like so they were dead sailors and that kind of stuff, and the Nazis would go, "Oh, let's read what's in his pockets. <laughs> we'll, we'll not invade here." Invading further over there. Well, you know what? That's what you get for being so rude as to read someone else's mail. <laughs> I'm just saying that's not polite. I know we're at war, but that's that's not that's not on. That's not cricket. That is my personal correspondence, and it's marked private. And if you, Mister Nazi Sir, are not going to respect that stamp of confidentiality, then there is no hope for the world, sir. I don't think Hitler was there with a kettle steaming it open. Oh, let's see what he's... Maybe he's written to his girlfriend. Oh, something naughty perhaps, my little Winnerstrausen. Maybe he's written something to his cousin. Oh, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Ew. Because yeah. wasn't she his cousin? Who? Um, What's her name? Eva Braun. Yeah, wasn't she his cousin? I don't know. I'm pretty I, sure she was his much younger cousin. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, which, oh, what that, do you expect from the leader of the Third Reich? pretty fucking low on the list of bad shit that Hitler did, though. <laughs> oh, he married his cousin. Ew. He didn't even marry her. And there's this fucking, the only person who's offended by that more is Mel Gibson. <laughs> no, but I'm like, okay, I'm not saying it's the worst thing, but I'm just saying when you're doing the list of shitty things that he did, I think cousin fucking should be on there. And look, I'm sorry to everyone out there who may be fucking your cousin. Hey, a lot of our listeners are in Texas. I'm, just, I'm telling you now, just don't. You know how we always say stay in your species? Yeah. Okay. The opposite goes for family. Always go outside your family. Yes. All right. So outside your family, but in your species. Outside your family, in your species. That's all you need to know about love. Outside your family, in your species. That's a good self-help book. There, um, there you are. That's my, yeah. That's our next t-shirt. Outside your family, in your species. With a little Jesus duck on it. <laughs> oh, love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not related to you by blood. Quack. <laughs> Let's end this madness. <laughs> oh, may the quack be with you. Oh, fucking hell. Look at the quack. Quack. <laughs>